A download from wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk Info at wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk Marielle Runnicker Temple for Wireless Theatre Company presents Wild Elusive Butterfly A play in three acts Directed by George Maddox Written and produced by John Park Act One Wild Elusive Butterfly Pindy. It's Heathrow, madam. It looks like Raoul Pindy. It's everything I imagined. Great wingspanned birds in black, sweeping low to scavenge. The beaks of a pair of vultures. And look, aren't those vultures? The Maharani's Palace. I'm late in several different time zones. You're late. Eastern Pacific time. Central European. Quebec. Lima, Alaska Standard, Hawaii Aleutian Daylight, and almost certainly Greenwich Mean. Permission to land is such an arbitrary idea. A tornado is approaching. Undress on the floor and point your iris to the beam of my torch. I've never evacuated so efficiently. The crew are to be congratulated. Book me a passage to Tanganyika, provided I might stop over at Mumbai. This is a fucking madhouse! To summarise, item one, I will accept your cargo. Deposit in my vessel will be on your terms. I will carry for you and deliver at the agreed destination. The fee is agreed. Shake. I don't say one thing and then do another. An item. I have a preference. A couple, actually. Sorry, it may seem stupid. I could be heartbreakingly dirty for you. Let's get on. I prefer to sign in ink. I'd be grateful if we could sign using a fountain pen. This? I have to have it wet in my hand. I need to see it flow. When the ink squelches on the parchment, can't you hear the sound? It's as if the spirit of the deal is bleeding. I prefer red ink for the apparent authenticity, the likeness to haemoglobin. My blood, your blood, intermingling. Good morning, Doctor. I think I may be pregnant. Must I take all my clothes off? I'll go with that. All of them? Absolutely everything? Is that enough? I need to concentrate on diagnosis. I could just lift my dress up. I like to use ink too. It seems odd when everything's so mechanical. I don't think that's strange. In the old days, we'd have travelled on the ship. May I? There. Your copy? Will you arrange ceiling? That's the other thing. I like to use this ceiling wax. Do you have a lighter? I prefer matches. Be careful, they're white phosphorus. If you strike them too hard, little globules of flaming phosphor spray over your hand. The wax melts slowly. It takes a few matches. 
What's the shape on the seal? Oh, it's a flower. Is it significant? No. Can I see yours? You need to examine my nipples. I could open my shirt. It's a flower. Is it significant? No. Every night this week I've slept with a different person. Last night at a party I fucked all night and realised each time either the other person or I came that I didn't know their name and they didn't know mine. Although we were in love when we woke up in each other's arms, we couldn't end a sentence with a name because we'd forgotten. You'll notify me the time and place, or someone from your office. We have vessels this week from Tilbury and Southampton just after dawn. Four in the morning I wake with the flights down the Thames from Heathrow. There was a time when the Thames bristled with armadas. The Spaniards reached the Houses of Parliament. The Mary Rose sank in front of Henry VIII. I have to leave. What do you think of my breasts? Seriously, I see them as succulent. If I was a cow, I would have many more nipples. But so far, I've found two sufficient. There are so many contracts. There's a problem with this one. So soon? Henry? Seven wives was bound to be too many. The break with Rome, age of rationalism, foundation of the Protestant church, troubles civil war, execution of the regicide judges, posthumous execution of Cromwell, restoration, loss of faith, rise of Islam. It's all so modern. Tornado. Look at the route of our vessel. Your problem. I have to go. Another difficult client. Could you get undressed? Would you prefer to go behind the screen? I didn't mean you were difficult. (laughs) No, of course. I mean, I didn't mean that I'm not difficult. Coffee? I'm vegetarian. Chamomile tea? Vegan, sometimes. Ginger and ginseng? Raspberry, strawberry and loganberry? Blackcurrant burst? Cranberry, raspberry and elderflower? Strawberry and mango? Fruit bliss? Mixed berry infusion? You have all of these. I'm not the kind of person who says one thing and means another. I don't have time for the inconvenience of love. I admire the softness, the comfortable sag of your bosom. Yes. Tom, how long have we known each other? We don't know each other. I don't know anything about you. Where do you live? Why do you live there? Are you with someone? You're gay. More, extra large, fast and selfish. I can be big and slow, like a tube crawling to your upminster. <gasps> I live alone. I beg your pardon? I'm sorry, did you say coffee? It's fair trade, of course. Strawberry surprise. You did say strawberry surprise. Of course. Be careful, it's indelible. It'll stain your blouse. Shirt. The stain would never come out, unless you took it off immediately. I'd look away, and soaked it in salt. Same as with a wound. The salt cauterizes the ruptured tissue. If the bleeding is profuse, there's less chance of infection. The blood cleans it away. Thank you. Can you kiss? Mornings, I wake up equating. I could dream about love. 
when I jerk awake at four, I'm calculating demurrage. I do commerce, I do nothing for the common weal. I should at least be sidling towards goodness. I suppose it must be, what, a couple of years? The wreck of the Constanza. Long nights. I didn't sleep for a week. I fell in love with you. The actual fall happens around four in the morning, when old men die and armies attack. You wake up and drop, suddenly. It can't be love. I fantasize about you, I wank to you. When you're in love, the loved one is beyond the physical. Beyond physical endurance. I fall in love often. In a bad week, at least twice. Usually Sundays after a hangover, when the world seems innocent, and Mondays when I need optimism. Sometimes twice a day. Practice, practice, practice. Never perfection. Every time it's real. Every time it would last forever. Rest of your day interesting? Another difficult client. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> it didn't cross my mind. I'm always late. On time for opportunity. Too late for affection. I never have time. I will never be found. I can't remember. Weren't you getting married? Did it happen? Don't have a second for love. I often fall in love, sometimes twice a day. No, Tom, it didn't. I live alone. You? Yes. I didn't either. I don't think I was going to. It becomes too complicated, doesn't it? Love isn't exotic. It's not poetry. It's not even grace notes. It's the metal coinage of someone else's day. How do people manage? There's never time. I wish I could simply say it. It has to be spoken. Love isn't written in the stars. They don't have subtitles. I know all about love and property. Every love affair needs a mortgage. 25-year mortgage, 25-year love. The rate of interest is variable and, in love, low. The elements of love are, typically, a marriage, banquet or takeaway, births, possible baptisms, violence, belittling, demoralisation divorce, a court scene, and variables of suicide, suicide notes, writs served on a Sunday, bankruptcy, repossession, infant death, car crash, children's toys seized by bailiffs, parents killing each other in front of children, a murderer coming through the front door, blackmail, anonymous phone calls, parties, unhappy memories, small lives scarred. Everyone has to get married. If you don't get married, you can't get divorced. Unless you're divorced, you're not a player. I must get divorced. So that means I have to get married. Do you want to marry? Is that a proposal? No, of course not. Don't be ridiculous. Thanks. You don't need to be so serious. It's a question. I want to know. I don't understand how people fit all this in. There isn't a moment in the day. I don't know. I suppose I'm open about it. I haven't thought about it much. It's such an overwhelming entity. Like an enormous splodge of fog. Charming. Love. Choking. You wake up and can't breathe. You're trapped down a pothole. 
you foolishly swum through a tight U-bend into a pitch-dark cave. Your battery stops. In Dreamworld, you're fatter. You can't get out the way you came. You can't see. You'd be wedged and drowned. You wriggle in bed, trying to become free. The cursed dream stays with you all day. They're walling you up, a brick at a time, leaving your face unwalled so they can spit at you. Your tied in stocks, your hands and feet can't move. They've put a tube down your throat to pump your stomach. The tube is stopping your windpipe and you can't breathe through your mouth. Your nose blocks. You can't unblock it. You can't breathe. You're going red. In seconds, you'll be dead. You've fallen through a hole in the ice. You're underwater, freezing cold, dark. You can't find the hole from underwater. In seconds, you'll have to fill your lungs with water. Air. Life is only the thickness of a hand above you. I can kiss. I can undress completely. It'll be so much easier. Or I can pull up my dress and pull down my pants. They're leopard skin. Knickers, really. I have strong arms to hold you, but gentle, comforting and dominating, but not stifling. I would be stifled by love. I don't believe I have love to give, but I might be surprised. I don't believe in selflessness. I'm not moved by poetry. I like to know where I am. The start, middle, the end. Sorry, yes. Charmless, I suppose. It was a low ball. There's so little time for anything. Coffee? Oh, you're vegetarian. Strawberry bliss? I must go. Is that the time? I should think so. Are you being sarcastic? No. I'm not subtle enough for sarcasm. I don't know what the time is. In the other office, same as yours, there are, what, ten clocks? Eastern Pacific time? Central European, Quebec, Lima, Alaska Standard, Hawaii Aleutian Daylight, and almost certainly Greenwich Mean, and all the others. I'm late in all of them. Where do you live? In a lighthouse. Virginia Woolf. I don't. I want to. It would be frigid. It would be round and constricting. Why do you want to live in a lighthouse? Will it have red stripes? You had a red-striped shirt. I've still got it. It was pretty. Thank you, kind sir. It was diagonal stripes, red and white, and long sleeves. But the stripes on the arms sloped the other way from the stripes on the body, so it looked op-art. Bridget Riley. It was like Alice in Wonderland. Playing cards. Strip poker. I don't think it will have red stripes. It's the isolation. The man alone. It does sound pretentious, doesn't it? Are you a hom serious? I don't think I have enough brain. When you smile, your eyes become quite perfectly round. The coloured bit. The whites become perfectly elliptical. Like two fried eggs in exactly oval frying pans. But blue with black yolks. Your forehead is perfectly shaped. I want to kiss along your cheek lines. 
Each rises from above the corner of your mouth to the buttress of your nose. Each contains generosity and laughter. I must be in love with you. Disaster. If you had red stripes, you could pretend it was Smeaton's lighthouse on Eddystone Rocks. You could sing, I'm the keeper of the Eddystone light. It's a song. Oh. The problem about lighthouses is they only look good from outside. They make a good part of the view, but inside there's not much to see. And no square rooms. Difficult to furnish. How am I doing so far? Just get on with it. I'm preparing my diagnosis. Shall I take off absolutely everything? I want your tongue. Your vagina is almost like your mouth. I do like your mouth. Sometimes your lips are plump in the centre. But when you're pleased about a joke, you close your mouth and stretch it slightly. It thickens in the middle and ends in two vertical lines, like serifs, chisel marks on a tombstone. And your vagina smiles. It's fuller and tastes of ripe brie. Sometimes camembert, but always French, never Somerset. Your hair is strong and tall like Savannah, enclosing the lagoon of your cunt with a view to the lighthouse. Virginia Woolf, labia lagoon, vagina water, your lighthouse, your majestic clitoris, pink, tall, kissable. Cheeky. I fuck my way out of crisis. Offer my cunt as a burnable sacrifice. Play mouth duets on pink oboe and skin flute. It's impossible to pretend it's the first time for either of us. Doctor, how gorgeous. A thermometer I can suck and munch. But asking me to fall in love with you. A cock is a cock. Firm, not firmament. Love is the sun, the moon, and the stars. Doctor, take my temperature. Shall I lie down? Must I open my legs as wide as I can? If every day you'll guarantee to fill your tower with blood for me, I'll be the basking shark at the foot of your Nelson's column. A lion, not unicorn. A lioness bathing in honey. You'll stand guard at the gates of my vagina. I'll be a roll-on, roll-off ferry. Bow doors open, sucking plankton. Not too sharp swordfish. Widening for a whale, hump-backed. Prince of Wales. Flora margarine to your bonny Prince Charlie. A gland. England. But in a Scottish way. All tartan and no knickers. We'll be Scottish as oatcakes. I'll then doon your film a crackin. Be Abelard to your Elwars. You are slightly effeminate. Less the angry castration. Can you see what's happening? Imagination gridlock. I can be Major Barbara if you'll be Andrew Underhand. Our fantasies are meshing. Damn bloody fuck. Shaft. I hope so. Did you have an abusive childhood? No one was sufficiently interested. Just a thought. If a wedding is planned, it's customary to provide at least six months' notice. It may be prudent to mention also there's a tornado on the way. That's not my thermometer. Naughty doctor, that's not my mouth. 
can wind flex around me carefully, all the way from my ankles to my hair. You can do everything you want with me, and to me. Men! I'm let down. Hurt every time, Tom. What if the things I blame outside are my fault? Or simply focusing on me, my freedom, and other catch-alls, never you? I promise not to exploit your lack of self-esteem. Except when it's to my advantage. I've found lines on my face, Tom. Lines. I'm woodwormed with self-doubt. I'm not enabled in the world outside routine. I didn't want to take age. I'd love to believe that someone could love me, would love me, will say, I love you. Kiss me as if I meant everything. Promise me that forever you'll pour champagne over my cunt. Thank you for the tea, Tom. You're coming to Jill's tonight for dinner. How do you know her? Old friend. You? Something like that. And Jack? Some people are repelled by pregnancy, but the rest of us, we're enthusiasts, all the normal people. I'm certainly an enthusiast, darling. Jackie. Jack. Darling. It's certainly drawn us closer together. It's not an it. It's a little she or he. I'm not Jackie. I'm Jack. Touchy, darling. What are you creating for us tonight? I thought... Fucking chicken in red wine. Chicken in red wine. Wonderful. Mushrooms. Chicken, of course. A flame bottle of Medoc. Bouquet Garni. Shallots. Darling, remind me, how long does it take? Exactly one hour, twenty minutes. Don't you think, if we're all going to eat tonight, you'd better go and strangle the cock? That'll be Tom. Don't spend hours in the kitchen talking about football. What are you doing? Dicing shallots. Ashamed of being gay? I'm not gay. Oh, so what do you call my cock in your mouth? Pass the cottage cheese. You gonna answer? Time's moved on, dear. You've still got a cock in your hand. It's a chicken, Tom. But note, the male chicken. There's a cock in Ovan. Get it out, Tom. I make money. I sell ordinary things. I don't pretend. I don't go to celebrity parties. But I provide. I'm married. I bought this house. The woman I love is having a baby. What is wrong with that? You're fractionally up your own ass. Or before you answer, what exactly have you achieved? You're clever, but at the centre of your life you won't commit. Why is that? Because you're a child. You're stuck somewhere between naught and fifteen, still putting off the day when you're face up to your adult responsibilities. Let me take these points one at a time. No, Tom, because I'm not interested. And let me save you the time. OK. Peace. 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 Give me a job to do. I can clean mushrooms. I can dice onions. Shallots. Shallots. Fuck, man. I taught you this recipe. You were always a great initiator. Peel the potatoes. Prefer them scrubbed to myself. Peel the fucking potatoes. Okay. And wash your hands first. Tom, come here. 
desperate, 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 desperate for the taste of your lips. I'm desperate for your charm and your wit. I'm glad to hear it. It was redundant in the kitchen. You didn't tell him, did you? Heavens, no. I'm not suicidal. Though, as you know, I'm always up for a new experience. <laughs> Kiss me. How oh, exactly? Like this? More. Like this. Better. Like this. Almost perfect. You want to make love? Darling, we haven't time. We've got a couple of minutes, that'll be enough. That's not how I remember it. <laughs> Flatter up. When are you going to tell him? Jill, it's not a question of when am I going to tell him. Or actually not when, but how are you going to tell him? I'm going to say something like, for many years now, while masquerading as your friend, I've been having an energetic affair with your wife. Energetic affair? Is that all it is to you? Everyday life. Say one thing to one person, offend a million others. Uh, I am not a million others. You are the great love of my life and the father of our baby. I'll think of the right words at the right time. When? Familiar with the third law of natural justice. My career has so far embraced only two. If I was still your lawyer... All those frenzied nights spent ripping the pink ribbon from your immaculate briefs. I would insist that you proceed without delay. You have to appreciate, Jill. I'm not a client, Tom. OK. Jackie... Jack. Jack deals. The third law of natural justice states that every person in the world has her or his price. Jack is a trader. He'll hate the situation, but he'll accept it. Provided he gets something in return. A timeshare of my cunt. Or why not divide me another way? He could have the exclusive benefit of my mouth. Some merit in that. What exactly is the trade you have in mind? I thought I could... Soften him up by, well, buying something from him. Buying something. Buying something in exchange for my baby. Hang on. Two minutes ago it was our baby. You're approaching this like a child. You need to grow up and you need to do it immediately. Must be an echo. That's the second time someone said that to me this evening. Well, if it was Jack, I can see that Jack and I have very much more in common than I thought. I have given up my career to be a mother. Only for a few months? No, Tom, not only for a few months. I intend to be a full-time mother. You can't. It's ridiculous. What about your career? Oh, do you mean, what about the money? Of course, what about the money? Money comes into everything. And yet Jack could accept that, without a second thought. So far as Jack was concerned, if I chose to continue soaring to the pinnacle of the legal profession, that was my concern. If I chose to become a full-time mother, he would support me. He would support us. He would support our family. But it's not his family. In exactly what sense, isn't it? His and my family. The question of paternity. Are you speaking from certainty? Do you mean to say there's any doubt? I thought you told me that, apart from some temporary activity around the time of conception... Do you seriously expect me to live with a beautiful and good-looking man and not make love? That's disgusting. That was a fabulous meal, Jack. It's so nice to see you again. 
And it's really nice to see you, Daisy. Nobody noticed. Some people say they can tell within a couple of days. A little plumpening round the face. So, what's the news? You're going to be a daddy two times over. How do you feel? Frightened. Why be afraid? It's been done a few million times before. There's plenty of books. You just look in the mother care section in Waterstones. I'm frightened of the explanations. And what people are going to say. Yes. Does that disgust you? Nothing about you would ever disgust me. I'm looking at the woman I've longed to meet since the day I was born. You're an unhealable romantic. I'm rich now, Jack. I'm very, very, very rich. Are you going to be afraid of that? Why should I be? If I have you, I have everything. And how do you know you have me? How do you know that you'll keep me? We only know the past. We don't know the future. That's where we play. When would you like me to make the announcement? Or you? I love you. Actually, I knew that already. You're very presumptuous for a tradesman. Will she divorce you? What do you think? Easy. As Jill the solicitor, she'll go to mediation, then a friendly divorce, coupled with a punishing but fair financial settlement, which will cut you to the centre of your being. Not really. I'll just sell more stuff. Or as Jill the Christian, she'll accept it as a cross, she'll tough it, she'll try hard to forgive with the prospect of redemption. And a cast iron case at the Day of Judgment. Well, that's it. No, it isn't. There's Jill herself. She's hot, passionate, rational, and devoted to the people she loves. Loyal and completely unpredictable. Also a little mad. It's really a matter of tossing a coin. Thank you. If you're buying for two, you'll save a fortune in nappies. I could do a wall chart, strike it through with a critical path. Things like the cot can pass from one mother to the next, right through bunk beds in adolescence. And who knows what when they're grown up. I think it's best if I tell. And if they're both boys or both girls, all of their clothes can be handed on one to the next. Daisy, you look so beautiful. Your face is radiant. <laughs> Running upstairs. You look adorable. I want to feel. Yes. Yes. Rub me. Of all the people who have touched me physically, throughout my life from the first moment that I can remember, there's no one who has your touch. Nor of the people who have kissed me your kiss. No one makes me feel more complete. Did you get my valentine? Bad girl. I told Jack it's from an old boyfriend. He was frightfully jealous. Was he? You don't need to look so surprised. I'm still beautiful even though I'm pregnant. I hadn't realised how much pregnancy transforms. The skin glows. The body exudes power. My heroine. Sometimes I'd get depressed. Silly. Any pregnant mum's going to face problems among the people she knows and loves. Readjustment. We don't know the future. There's no point worrying about it. Jack always says that. Yes. He does, doesn't he? 
I thought I'd get out of there. It looked like those two had things they needed to talk about. I got that too. I thought I'd follow you. What are we due to meet next? Clearing customs? On the ship? I don't have my diary. Let's talk tomorrow. Do you want to share my taxi? I have a car. Nice, isn't it? Fantastic. I got it from Jack. Part of a deal. You want a ride? I'd like that. Doctor, doctor. I'm pregnant. Do you want an abortion? How long will it take? Do it now if you like. Shall I take off my clothes? Not much. Comes out the same way it went in. This cargo must be important to you. Do you usually join the ship? Do you? It's my ship. Half of it's mine. From here to the bows. I grew up on ships. I grew up rubbing against every nationality. Most of all, I liked rubbing against poles. I grew up in a lighthouse. I was an orphan, very lonely. I had no parents at all. There was a pair of queers who lived in the water tower. Hello, I'm John Lewis, and this is my friend. You'll never believe it. Hello, I'm Peter Jones. I know, unreal but true. And here's the funny thing. I live in Oxford Street. And I live in Sloane Square. It's a topsy-turvy world. Our underwear is spotless, never knowingly undersoiled. And we're partners. I was alone absolutely all of the time. My parents were desperately cruel and never gave me things or attention, certainly never love. I felt as if I was living at the top of a tower. I had no friends, I was bullied. I wanted to run away. All I wanted was tea, peaches, ices, cakes and coffee. But my parents were vegetarians who gave me a strict diet of tofu. Hell, I wanted jelly. I'm going to my cabin. I need critical sleep catch-up before the Southern Ocean. And this supposed tornado. Believe it when I see it. What does the captain say? The captain says you'll see it, Daisy. Hopefully on TV, otherwise we've made a serious miscalculation. The captain's very straight. In the film, captain would be Jack Hawkins. He's dying of cancer. They've drilled a hole in his throat. He uses it to smoke capstan full strength. He talks by burping Morse code. Ask him how the sea is and he's guaranteed to say cruel. He prefers cruising in convoy, scanning the waves with high-powered binoculars, looking for the wake of a periscope. He wears a duffel coat with the hood down, a white polo neck, coarse wool-oiled sweater, and Wellington boots. At nights, he strides the poop, looking for whales, the steel planks of the deck echoing to the tap of his wooden leg. I'm not ready. Still sore, still shocked. Not sure what I've done. Not sure of anything. The stars are different in the Southern Hemisphere. Not really. Just that we've moved. You wear a dress. Perfume? If we're old and cruising, you wear a shawl. I'd hate to be on a cruise. I hate wearing a tie. 
when I fall in love, I'll tell everyone. I couldn't have a secret love. The idea of sharing life with a person who isn't me, shocking. And I should be shocked. I am not natural. And I am afraid. I can't think of the words. My voice would falter. It would all be a disaster and embarrassing. Why would you want me, anyhow? I'd just tell her if I was you. Marriages at sea require a special license. But given sufficient notice, one can readily be obtained. I love your innocence. You're completely unspoiled and uncalculating. I think you don't know how beautiful you are in your face and in your mind. I'd love you just the same, whatever you were. You could be a man or a cat. But most of all, I'm glad that you're you. I will never want to change you or perfect you. Anyhow, I'm going down. I'll go down in the Southern Ocean. I'll go down anywhere you like. I'll drink your piss. No, that's going too far. And I don't want to be the water in the bottom of your lavatory. There have to be limits to love, at least initially. I don't like strong body smells either. Napoleon and don't wash Josephine, I'm coming home, isn't for me. Nor the exile in Elba. Where was Josephine and her odour then? Don't mind smoking. I'm not putting limits on what I won't change. But it's reasonable to indicate a perimeter. Late one night on the tube, I saw a woman, quite old, certainly 28, plain, let's be fair, ugly, slight acne on her face, clean teeth, something respectable like an accountant. She had plump legs in black patterned tights, smartish black coat. Her face was lying back on a younger boy's shoulder. Her fingers were red. No rings on them, never will be. A left hand rested on his inner thigh. They were both drunk. Not out of it, but him enough for beer glasses and her enough to mask gratitude. And I thought, she's needed this a long time. Tonight she'll be in heaven. The difference between a lighthouse and a water tower is that one is round and the other rectangular. Furnishing a rectangular room is easier, but both the towers, both have a hell of a lot of stairs, and both have only one room on each floor, so a man or woman can live in self-indulgent isolation several times in the same place. And a lighthouse looks like a cock. Please ignore him. I feel sick. It's not seasick. I've been on ships forever. When I was little, I thought the world was made up of bays. I'd sailed every one of them, from Shanghai to Baikal. Boston to Trincomalee. Now the world's made up of my mistakes, things I haven't done. From Laguna to Lacuna, and the ship is called Turmoil. My first mate was first mate. Age 14, I sucked on a fisherman's friend. My first tastes were salt and fish. I'm guilty. I am empty of my loss. 
I am calculative of my game. How many people have masturbated in this bunk? Sailors wank all the time, coming into port after a long voyage, the decks covered in semen. They think about. Are you all gay? Sailors vary. It's not all rum, bum and concertina. No time to beat about the bush. Make a move. She couldn't ever love me. She's too perfect. Samuel Pepys said even my daisy shits. His mistress. The shits is right. I'm guessing about the daisy. Time to leave the lighthouse, Tom. What did you do with the fetus? Put her in a specimen jar. Did she have a name? Homunculus. There are no faults to her. She's supremely self-confident. She's in a different class from me. I'd be disgusted. I can't think of any words. If I said anything, I'm certainly not going to do anything. She'd be horrified. Wouldn't she? Smear me with engine oil. Roast me. Baste me. Debase me. A cunt's a cunt. Such a romantic. Sees life through rose-coloured testicles. This is the woman I love. She probably doesn't have one. Don't move fast. Slow your engines half ahead. Be ready to go full astern in case of disaster. Seduce calmly. Take time. And I'll be your animal forever. Stoked for protection. A horse for you to jump. Cat to stay awake. Kitty to lick you asleep. A monkey to find bananas when your erection fades. Dance. I'll be your make-we. I will sleep with my ancestors. Trading coal on tramp ship routes. No airless holds crammed with slaves. Battened down, sold by comrades, crewed by lascars, sailing for California. Maysfield's the quartermaster of my family's dull cargoes. Bauxite and copper sulphate, chocolate, silk, soft fruit, beer, potatoes, milk of royal mares. The bulk holes full of sulphur rocks for crushing the flowers and the stink of hell. Occasional points of blue ignition releasing yellow fog. Huguenots from revolution to spitalfields. A thousand years of family history built on dullness and clever marriages. Time for lightning. Happy Tom, happy. Not stern Tom Stern. Stern's the word. Holy trinity of cargo, ship and banker. Marry any two, alternating with the generations. The merchant of Venice could have been avoided by a civil partnership between Antonio and Shylock. No forced conversion to Christianity, no pound of flesh, no knife, no blood, no problems putting the play on, and no Porsche, except the one they lovingly polish at weekends. What I want out of a marriage is a relationship. What I want out of a relationship is a marriage. I have used a vacuum cleaner to further my ambitions. Piracy, shipwreck, insurance. Negligence, arbitration, loss of vessel, cargo, precious life, war, 
the Somme. Dynamite, gas, and bullet ships solid across the channel. They say you could hear the guns of the Somme in Sussex. Comfortable socialists Beatrice and Sidney Webb rented a house there, and the sound of a generation wiping itself out distressed Beatrice. Oh, they demur, they were comfortable. They were visited for a week or two by George Shaw. Bernard, if you don't mind. He wrote Heartbreak House there, an allegory of the collision of the great European powers. It was later recorded as hotel by the king. Beatrice would squeeze her pudgy hands together and her eyes would fair pop from their sockets with self-delight. We knew Virginia Woolf and all, lots of important people. And little Sydney would pipe up. They often finished each other's conversations. Lawrence of Arabia, on and off his bike. D.H. Lawrence, and his fat German whore, Beatrice would add. And of course, Lady Ottlin Morrill. She had absolutely none at all. Women are quite dirty, dear. They leak. You must allow for that. My careworn body is vulnerable and soiled. I long for the rustling of ecstasy. I'm inclined to texture. Velvet. Darling, it's obvious to us that you're in love. It's written in the evening sky, bright red from the horizon to the zenith and all the way down the other side. Mottled with blue, quite like the head of a knob. You're a butterfly, dear. Not part of a display. Not gassed, not pinned. One that flies. Life's only a few days. Find her. Consider the fishes of the sea. Salmon marry for life and travel together all the way from the Tweed to the Atlantic. Eels go in pairs. Sticklebacks and tigress fish. Blowfish blow kisses. Cod say, there's a place for us. And pollocks. I'll wear perfume tonight. I'll wear a dress. Bottom of my trousers are soaking wet from the deck. I'll have to roll them. Make an effort, dear. This isn't Das Boot. Matalos and flares. Why flares? Wet flares must have been hell. Hornpipes, pigtails, keel hauling, rigging, using your hands in the capstan. Jolly Jack Tars, Billy Bud, Buggery, Peter Pears, Old Jeremy Thorpe. My gun jammed. Andrew Gino Newton, Rinker, Bunnies can and will go to France. Norman Scott. Focus, dear, focus. Seduction has to be planned. Go for the back of the neck, like a cat with a rabbit. We're aiming for breakfast in bed for a lifetime. I hate marmalade. A cup of morning cake or lapsang souchong, if you must. It's very affected. With lemon is refreshing, and as much fruit as you can manage for you-know-what. I hate tea. No one has ever done suicide after a hearty meal, a good night's sleep, or a satisfactory evacuation of the bowels. I could hang myself on that hook. Slicing the wrist should be done along the vein, not across. Tom... Give me some of your blood. Supposing I don't have enough to lose. I can slip over the side and dive deep. I'll breathe in fast, get it over, drench my lungs. I'll sink forever. I'll fall to the bottom of the sea. 
could be dead. I'll leave a note saying it's my fault. Please don't fret. And I'll never be bored. It's the end of being afraid. We can ride off into the sunset together. The once out of frame, we'd be on horses in the middle of the prairie, in the dark, and no lamp. Rivale! Hands off cocks and into socks. Tom? Shit. Shave. Shower. And don't bend over for the soap. I feel pretty. There's a whole country in my cunt. After shave. Perfume, dear. Back of the ears. And a tiny touch of eyeliner. White shirt. Trust your instincts, Tom. Clean your shoes. Do up your zip. Quick, check in the mirror. Ready to go. Tom! Tom, you look amazing. Daisy. Oh, this old thing. You look good. You... Oh, you look good. Southern nights. Daisy, I'm really sorry. I can't join you for dinner. You okay? You look awfully tired. Oh, look, thanks. I'm fine. You know all this stuff, Daisy. You've done more of this than I have. It's normal. Bloody, bloody normal. Can you hear your dad saying that? Normal. Southern Ocean chaos. The weather's everywhere. So we're watching it. We know the size. We know the speed. We don't know the direction because it keeps changing. It's flicking around on the end of its tail. We're trying to keep well away. And we probably will. We're doing double shifts on the bridge right through the night. Any problems, I'll call you. Make sure you strap in the bunk tonight. Tie everything down. You okay to self-serve? Sorry, Tom, you two. Talking to the boss. Half-boss? Captain's quite reliable, Tom. We'll probably be okay. Captain Stuyvesant and I have known each other since before I was born. My first visitor after Mum and Dad came to see me when I was one day old. My godparent. Nice picture at the christening. And lots of pictures and films of me tormenting our glorious leader on lots of ships. Brings a tear to the eye. Must go. Bon appétit. My stupid brain is jelly. I never meant to be in love. I can't look at your pretty eyes in case the jelly spreads to my knees and I fall into you. I.e. your arms. And embarrass you and confuse me. It isn't chemistry. It's possession. Avocado pear? I feel sick. Yes. It's quite an achievement to have avocado pear on a ship. Yes. Keeping fresh fruit and vegetables fresh is an engineering challenge. What happened to your father? He drowned. Vinaigrette? His boat was pulled under by a Navy submarine returning to Faslane. It sank straight to the ocean bed. Where is he now? I've no idea if there's a god. No. Did they bring the bodies up? They left them there, just above the Isle of Man. What about your mother? She's alive, unfortunately. I don't like mine very much. I don't like mine. I hate the bitch. 
but I never have to see her. Is your father dead? Not really. Magda, Magda. Oh, was that gorgeous for you? There. Did the choir sing in the cathedral? <laughs> there. Rub me. Oh. Oh, of all the people who have touched me physically throughout my life from the first moment that I can remember, there is no one who has your touch, nor of the people who have kissed me your kiss. No one makes me feel more complete. That. Oh, go to baby darling, nappy, sterilize, bottle. DNA results next week. Fingers crossed, lips sealed. That. Darling? Yes, darling? Are you shagging Magda? Isn't that what she's for? She's so gloriously stupid. Come again, Jackie. I want to drink your chism. I love you. If I have you, I have everything. <laughs> Dirty boy. Go on, then. Give me your political analysis of the consequences of the Thirty Years' War. Mm. The peace to the Thirty Years' War took five years to negotiate, because ambassadors had to return to their countries to consult on every point. Trouble took months, especially to Spain and back. The treaty gave fixed borders to what would later become Germany and Poland but it blocked the way to the sea. Other countries were placed across the mouth of Germany's great rivers, the Rhine, Ems, Wesser, and the Elbe. This landlocked Germany. Shall I go on? You must, in detail, just a touch faster. And stifled its success to world trade. The formation of modern Germany under Bismarck in 1890, defeat in the First World War and national humiliation created pressure for the invasion of Poland in the Second World War. However, the exact moment of the signing of peace in the Thirty Years' War halted troops at the midpoint of the King Charles Bridge in Prague, prior to their assault in its citadel, in the shadow of which Franz Kafka would later be born. Indeed, his major work, The Castle, described the citadel exactly. This novel extends to 850 pages. Tomorrow I will describe it in some oh. detail. Soak my face in your love water. Darling? Yes, darling? Do you have anything to tell me? Eventually, everyone is a commodity. Anything else, darling? No, darling. About Daisy? No, darling. Tom and Daisy are on a ship. Nothing else? Off the Cape of Good Hope. Isn't that where the tornado is? Probably. Aren't you worried about anything important? No, darling. Half of anything important? No, darling. Half of something important? She's overinsured. Should we go and peep? There's nothing more we can do, dear. We're not Christoph and he's not Truman. 
He's got to take his life in his own hands. He has to become a man. Some people never grow. He's not Peter Pan, dear. He has to learn for himself. He can't hide in that silly tower. Even Rapunzel let her hair down. You're right. It's so annoying. You want to bang their heads. Young people, never in a hurry. You have to be. It slips through your fingers. And your last words are, is that all? You're as wonderful as the day we first met. Why can't everyone have what we have? I'd like them to. Because there aren't many people as lovely as you in the world. Come on, romantic. Little peep. Oh, look at them. She's such a sweet girl, just right for him. Lovely hair. Pretty earrings. Washed her hair. It needed it, John. Didn't you notice? Lank. Split ends. Wash it in beer, dear. Rinse it in lemon. And our boy could do with the blow-dry. Hair's clean, though. Thank heavens he's ironed those trousers. So, we're both almost orphans. There's no one around at the end. In practical terms, there's no one around at the start. Although you're inside your mother and your father's put you there, neither of them can live your birth for you. Or your life. So even if parents are alive, at best they're accessories. We're always alone. You miss your father? Every day. Most seconds. Do you ever feel his presence? I can't make that kind of jump. This table's here. You're here. And that's good, Tom. It's good that you're here. All the rest is conjecture. There are no spirits, no concrete fantasies. Our imagination is chemical reactions. Cheek of it. I can only deal with pragmatics. The rest is madness. I'd love to be another person, someone who can dream. This could be positive. Dreams aren't all they're cracked up to be. Oh, for heaven's sake, man. Ow! What's the matter? Are you okay? Did you just kick me under the table? Of course not. Would you like me to? Okay. Ow! You can kick me back. Ow! Not that hard. Look what you've done to my leg. This is it. We're going in. Shit, I have. Your poor leg. Fine. Shin. I'm not a sheep. Lower. Higher. That feels lovely. That feels a lot better. Pretty socks. Fortnum and Mason. I thought they only did food. And high-class ladies. I thought high-class was hookers. You may be in love. Depends on the rate. My rates are high for stroking. My life jacket's in my cabin. I'll get yours. I'll go. I'll come. Grab me. Shit! Hold tight. Don't worry, I'm not letting go. Hold on to this. That's yours. I'll get yours. Stay here. Strap in. All passengers, strap in. Confirm. 
I'm in Tom's cabin, strapped in. Good. Where's Tom? Getting my life jacket. When he gets back, secure the cabin door. It's moving up to ten. How long? All night. Don't sleep. Out. Thank God. Secure it. Get over here, man. Strap in. Captain's orders are... don't sleep. Can you keep up all night? Depends on the company. I've slept through worse than this. It's okay to be afraid. I was never taught that. No gentleness. No place for weakness. It's not weak, it's being alive. Come, sister. We're the bastard children you'll never have. Now you've spat in the face of God. Surely God is merciful. I've no idea. Can't you hear them? Voices in the wind? See their cruel faces. Here's work, sister. To saw and hack and snap. The devil's here and us. Lord God and hosts. Turmoil. Dante. Beatrice. What if you lose your ship? I'll buy another. Half another or smaller? Bigger. A quarter. Giant. A tenth. Who owns half? Jack. Okay. Why okay? Didn't know. Curious. Don't be. It's business. This is personal. You could lose your ship. My ship, your cargo. Everything is a commodity. Every person. There aren't any rules written about you. You can let someone in. Is love just for girls? You're the girl. How do you know? You've got all the things girls have. How do you know? You smell like a girl. How do we smell? You've done this before. Different from a boy. You've done this with a man. I surrender. You fuck Jack? Oh, for heaven's sake, man. Haven't you any self-control? Unbelievable. You don't have any right to ask that. Quite right. You tell him, dear. You didn't have any right to ask that up till about half an hour ago. No, 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 no. You're going to have the right to ask it. No, he isn't. So I'll answer it. Grief. Yes. Oh. There was a past. I've let it slip away. Those are emotions. Do you want facts? I aborted his baby. Is this more than you wanted to hear? What a magnificent woman. You think of the courage it took to come out with that. Risk everything. It's about the most stupid thing I've ever seen anyone do. He's never going to touch her now. She should have lied. You wouldn't do that. How do you know? Maybe I lie all the time. Maybe I'm out on the heath every night when you're asleep. Maybe I've seen you there. Are you the one in the balaclava? <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love your integrity. In the end, it has to be the truth. Why accept anything less? But he doesn't have the moral courage. Look at his face. He's going to drop her like a hot chestnut. Cold. Brick. He's revolted. He knows he can never trust her. He's going to wimp. What about him fucking the woman? He's going to lie his way out of that. Look at him, creep. He doesn't deserve her. Look at her fine features. Noble face, strong, firm mouth. Her vagina's completely different. Well, I hadn't made the comparison. But you're right, it is. Her vagina's quite slack and rubbery. It's like a big crimped flange with a loose seal. Like double glazing that's been badly fitted or worn with the passing of time. 
or a slack muscle in a freezer bag of mools. It's a perfectly good colour. I've only ever seen them in pink. And it's a pretty pink. Not much hair, but some people like that. If you drop the second finger of the hand that you use down to the ball of its palm and measure the distance from where it reaches its tip, that's supposed to be the length of your cock. When I first met you, I was surprised by how big your cock was, because your hand's quite small. No, they're not. Oh, I love your hands. They're eloquent. These are eleven-note hands. I can span C to octave D with either of them, as well you know. Very effective for... arpeggios. I was delighted by the size of your cock. Its thickness. It reminded me of a cannon at Aix-la-Chapelle. Maybe that was the good news they brought from Ghent to Aix. The cocks are thicker here. First time I rubbed your cannon, it fired a good metre. Long time ago. Happy memories. Happy present. Happy ahead. He's preparing to make a statement. Don't hate me. I'm astonished. You look as if you want to tell me something. I've never met anyone who tells the truth. My father was a liar. My mother was a liar. Not big, important lies. Little lies about prestige. Small social lies. Everyone I've ever met tells lies. Trivial things. Business lies. Am I pretty? Of course. Shall I part my hair behind? Absolutely. It suits you. Was that good for you? The best I've ever had. I've never heard the truth. And I just have. I owe it. I have to tell you something. I'd like to think I would have some time, but I don't know if, when it came to it, I would. That's a long conditional. I've had a relationship with Jill for years. She's pregnant, of course. The baby may be mine. I also had a long relationship with Jack. It was passionate. Well... I had no idea. You had an abortion. Are you all right? What's all right, Tom? It's complicated. I'm glad we've told each other. What will you do if you're a father? Do you want to be with Jill? Do you? I've acquired other priorities. A formal way of putting it, but I can't think of another way. Love is a formal business. There are conclusions and beginnings. Lines need to be chalked on the ground. I don't want to be with Jill. I want to be with you. Applause! She's not going to buy this. Look at her mouth. She's not happy. Happy? She thought he was straight. Turns out he's a bender. So she and he's co-shagged both the people she was shagging and simultaneously deceiving. This is Olympic-class competitive gay adultery. I don't think that's going to be possible now. We may be shit at sport, wars, running trains on time and clean public lavatories. But for understatement, no one else gets a place in the race. All the cards are on the table. He's no surprises to play with. It's screaming for diplomacy. He's not strong on diplomacy. You have to like people. He's a single occupancy man at heart. You can only comfortably fit one person into a lighthouse. The Keeper. 
What do they do about sewage? I suppose it goes into the sea. Disgusting. The pollution. Hell for the fishes. Well, the sea is a lavatory for fish. I'll never swim again. They sweat in it, wash in it, shit in it, piss, cook, wash up their dirty dishes. <laughs> no one speaks Polari anymore. They've stopped making proper queers. Excuse me. Have you got a cigarette? Roll up, OK? Cool, thanks. I'm Fury One. My friend Fury Two. Peter Jones. My friend John Lewis. May I? Thanks. You're the pair of queers from the water tower. Seen you around, always wanted to meet you. Is it a single staircase all the way to the top? It was a hell of a job getting it in. Each of the flights was handmade off-site. Solid oak from Italy. Wait a ton. We had to hire an enormous crane, blocked off the street. Winched it in from the top. Anyhow, it, it looks wonderful. That sounds really lovely. Timber floors? John's very stripped wood, uncomfortable chairs by anyone German. I'm more fabrics and throws, traditional pouve. But I think there's a breath of humanity in that. You've been following this? Like, half-heartedly. They're so into themselves. Plus, we only really work if you believe in something. God, Satan, even the Enlightenment. But if you're nothing or humanist, forget it. They don't notice. There's only one thing worse than being talked about, and that's not being talked about. Oscar Wilde. The one and only. Hey, that's great. I really, really like him. I like you. Oh. Sorry. Steady. Sorry. She oversteps the mark. I'm always embarrassing her. Don't be silly. It's not embarrassing. Are you two together? Well, she's really, really shy about being out. We've been together ages now. Yep, we're together. How long you two? Years and years, love, and all of them happy. That's so lovely. You'll have to come over for dinner. Are you vegetarian? I'm not. She is. Typical, isn't it? I love meat. Peter faints at the sight of it. I still have to cook his bloody steak when it's my turn. We try to take domestic chores in turn. I cook for a week, he cooks for a week. I must say, he's very good about handling meat. Ooh, uh, pardon my friend. Terrible in company. <laughs> <laughs> We'd really, really love to. That's so sweet. I'm so into modern movement. Bauhaus, Mies van der Rohe. I'm like you, John Lewis. Frank Lloyd Wright was way, way, way too fussy for me. Sorry. I'm talking too much. Oh, you must, dear. You must express yourself. But I have to say, to a lot of us, Frank Lloyd Wright was a god. I love comfort. I love excess. You can never have too much excess. Did Oscar say that? My dear! Oscar would have killed to have said that. I must modestly admit it's a Peter Jones original. Modest. I like reading books. Do you like reading books? Nothing too difficult. I'm reading All the Pretty Horses by Cormac McCarthy. There's no punctuation. Gosh. It's quite hard to read. I'm not making much progress. I have a copy of Black Beauty. Would you like it? Oh. That's about horses. Horse. I... Uh... Yes, it's probably too narrative. Usually I love not knowing where I am. I want to question the reality of what's going on. I don't want anything concrete. Oh dear, that does sound pretentious. But it's a good read, I promise. 
I like to know exactly where I am. This is what she is. You are, love. I have to tell her all the time. I love you. Do you love me? Yes, of course I love you. Oh, do you really, really love me? Yes. I really, really love you. I like that, though. I do love you. Oh, that's so sweet. But you're right to demand it, Fury One. It's crucial. You have to keep saying, I love you. They're not simply words. It's the affirmation of words. That's how the Bible starts. I keep quoting from the opposition, but to give it its due, it's not bad. In the beginning was the word. Admittedly, that directly means God. And the next sentence, and the word was God, actually says that. But it emphasises the sacred aspect of speech, which is something we can all agree on. We have to say what is on our mind. It's no good thinking it. Mind reading can be ambiguous and just plain wrong. Speech is exactly what you say, John. It's affirmation. I can't blame you. I'm sorry to... Oh, hell. I'm simply sorry. And you'd fuck up. This is what I'm saying! He is so internal. He's seeing her in his own terms. What about her needs? For crying out loud, she's just had an abortion for him. Can't he see she's done it for him? To give them a future together? And he's too self-obsessed to see that. He has an inability to do anything in practical terms. He's misunderstood, and there's a danger he will never be understood. He can't make decisions. Right. I've made a decision. What are you doing? Wait. What do you mean, wait? Jilly, it's me. Yes, it's a bit of a storm. I'm on a ship. Listen, I'm with Daisy. Can you guess why I'm... And you can talk? Right. Okay. Right. Look, I'm absolutely thrilled. Oh, that is such good news. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, I'm so happy for you both. That's wonderful. Yes, it's for the best. So looking forward to seeing you both. Sorry, really bad reception. Just wanted to... Yeah, gotta go. Much love. It's Jax. Is it a boy or a girl? That's detail. You didn't ask. It's a girl. Oh. She's had a girl. That's lovely for her. We've both been honest. There isn't any more truth to tell. I feel as if my stomach's been ripped open. It has, in a way. I admire what you've done, but I wish I didn't know any of it. You must wish the same about me. And it opens up a lifetime of questions of fact. Who fucked who just after who fucked who, and where are the loyalties? No. It does if we let it. This is the chalk line. We have to be grown up and cross it and say, what's behind it is the past. Will you hold my hand? Shall we cross that line together now? Line crossed. And what if we're dead? What if we go down? What if we sink? What if we drown? 
If we were lovers, our love would last forever. Because forever would be short. And we'd never be unkind. Across the sticks, another ship, another captain. Me still the passenger. You still in charge. Codename Beatrice, codename Dante. You get the better part. Except we're dead. This is morbid. I know how to change the subject. We're almost strangers. I hardly know you. And know me. Madam, Captain needs you on the bridge. Right away. Sir, proceed immediately to lifeboat one and stand by. Daisy, bridge please. Right away, Captain. Kiss me. Later. We have a lifetime. You have been listening to Act One of Wild Elusive Butterfly, a play in three acts, with, in alphabetical order, Angela Bleasdale as Fury One, Josh Rochford as Peter Jones, Jeremy Drakes as Tom, Penelope Granicum as Doctor and Aircrew, Victoria Grove as Jill, Will Harrison Wallace as Jack and Forecaster, Philip Lawrence as John Lewis, Chris Manning Perry as Captain and Pilot, Yulia Papp as Magda, Tom Slatter as Aircrew and Crew, Olivia Vinnell as Fury 2, Sarah Whitehouse as Daisy, Martin Witz as Vicar, Eleanor Burke as Understudy for All Female Roles, Tom Slatter as Understudy for All Male Roles, Penelope Granicum as Announcer, Tashari King as Announcer, Film trailer additional credit, Josephine Arden as Daisy. Thanks to Barry Eccles, Becky Tolbert, Bill McLean, Bloomsbury Studios, Chris Pollock, Christopher Ager, Christopher Gutteridge, Damian Kell, David Shepard, Diana Walker, Eleanor Bennett, Fleur Poad, Gareth Kane, Greg Talent, Henry Luxembourg, Jennifer Kidd, Jill Jordan, Jude Rigby, Keith Larkin, Laura Pradelska, Leicester Square Theatre, Leslie Ackland, Martin Witz, Paul Aves, Pepe Pryke, Pete Smith, Pete Wire, Rachel Minor, Richard Costello, Richard Jordan, Sarah Griffiths, Sarah Pickering, Sarah Louise Young, Sonia Reen, Stefan Lubomirsky Deveau, Sue Scott Davison, Suzanne Geiler, Susie Robinson, The Rose Theatre Bankside, The Tabernacle Theatre, Tom Jacobs, Tony Toller, Tracy Keeling. Special thanks to Mike Miller. A Wireless Theatre Company production. Writer and play producer John Park. 
Director, George Maddox. Sound designer, Pete Wire. Sound designer, credits. Tashari King. Voice master editor, Craig Bullpit. Post-recording editor, Malcolm Thorpe. Film editor, Morgan Runica temple Additional dialogue recording, Susanna Bologna. Recorded at Borough Studios, London. Engineered by Carlos Siccarelli. Produced for radio by Marielle Runica temple A download from wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk Info at wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk